0: jazz shapers with elliot moss on jazz fm listening color in partnership with Mishkon condorea named law firm of the year at the legal business awards and the lawyer awards 2017
1: One Mint Julep from Sarah Vaughan. Great way to start the programme. Good morning, this is Jazz Shapers. I'm Elliot Moss. Thank you very much for joining me. Jazz Shapers is the place where you can hear the very best of the people shaping the world of jazz, blues and soul. And right alongside them we put someone who's shaping the world of business. We call them Business Shapers. I'm very pleased to say today my business shaper is actually an encore. That means he's been on before. It's Charlie Green, and he's the co CEO and co founder of The Office Group. They are the business that is doing rather well in providing fantastic spaces for people to go about their working lives. And we're going to come on to hear about where Charlie's been in the last five years. And, boy, has it been a fantastic journey. Lots coming up from him very shortly. In addition to that, you'll be hearing from our programme partners at Michigan De some words of advice for your business. And then we've got the music. And it is going to take centre stage alongside Charlie today. Astra Gilberta's in there. Bobby Wormack is too. Cuban vocalist Daime Aracena is in there as well. And also Mr Gregory Porter.
2: Hey, Laura, it's me.
1: Sorry but I had to ring your doorbell so late But there's something bothering me I really
3: am sorry but it just couldn't
1: wait The inimitable sound of Gregory Porter with Hey Laura. Charlie Green is my encore today, my business shaper who has been with us five years ago and Charlie is the co-founder, co-CEO of The Office Group, they are the people that provide co-working and flexible workspaces to uh, use the language it's much more interesting than that though and Charlie, hello firstly Hello Elliot,
2: welcome back Thanks for having me back (laughs) It's it's an absolute pleasure, (laughs) it's wonderful to be here
1: I didn't realise, and I don't think you did either, that it had been five years Um, it's a I mean, a lifetime ago, when we were talking about your business, it was a £10 million business, roughly, £10 million turnover. Yeah. And you've been around then for about eight to ten years already.
2: Uh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, here no we are,
1: is. just to jump to a big number, 2017, the business recently uh, was valued at £500 million. Um, you had an event, you sold a majority uh, stake to Blackstone, private equity house, and... Um,
2: You've had a nice time since the summer. You've probably been sitting quite happily. You'd think, wouldn't you? Uh, I am happy, but I'm sort of always happy. That's a disposition, I think, fortunately. Um, Remind me just about the core of the business, and then we'll come on to this success story that's kind of happened as you've worked the last 15 years. So, okay, the essence of what we do is, and, and in fact, when we set out, when we started the business 14 years ago, we set out, very much to challenge the the serviced office world as it was then, which was a short-term expensive and very corporate vanilla bland offering. And both Ollie Olsen, who I started the business with and continues to be my business partner um, and co-CEO, we looked at that and we we... We just couldn't comprehend why people would want to work in an environment like that. We we wanted, were searching, so we looked in the market to see whether or not there was an office, not because we were setting up a business, just because we wanted to see was anybody creating an office and work environment that we wanted as two young guys to work in ourselves. Uh, the answer was there was nothing out there, and so it's a little bit cliched, but we figured that if it wasn't out there, um, we should maybe try and do it ourselves. And I'm a great believer in, when you look at business, that you don't need to come up with a with a new idea. You don't need to innovate in such a um, a dramatic way to come up with something nobody's ever done before. In fact, if you come up with something, if you see something that is that works, but you can do it differently and you can do it better, then uh, that's a pretty good route to go. It's a lot safer, and um, you know that there's a market there. So that's what we did, and... And, I just think, to remind,
1: and also just to remind people, and I'm sure many people have been through them, these buildings back in the early 2000s, if you needed a space, they were a room with a chair. It was soulless. Uh,
2: it felt absolutely
1: the kind of place you would not want to visit, let alone sit and work in.
2: There was no consideration then about how that space felt, how it looked, how it made uh, that person using that space feel, how it suited their business needs, other than the fact that it was very flexible. So we looked at that and thought, okay, well let's 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 try and create something that, that addresses the same need for flexibility, but also really thinks about how people use the space. So how it works, what how it functions, but also what it looks like and the styling of it. And I think today, you know, we're really lucky to have started that business and, and this this was luck. We started it 14 years ago, but that's allowed us to create a platform and where we find ourselves today is in a market where our business we feel is not challenging the serviced office world, it's challenging the office world. We're now a sort of the we're challenging the traditional form for businesses taking office space in, in terms of the traditional lease. We're offering something very new, very affordable and very, very, um very real in the sense that you can kind of work in a different kind of environment now. And the scope for growth therefore is is tremendously exciting because if we believe that, that this is a new way of working for for people, um, for, for businesses both small and large then um, the market is, is very large indeed Stay with me for much more
1: from my uh, jazz shaper uncle, my business shaper Charlie Green today, co-founder and co-CEO of The Office Group In the meantime though, time for some more music This is Astra Gilberto with Take Me to Aruanda. Astra Gilberto would take me to Aruanda. Charlie Green's my business shaper today. It's a Jazz Shapers Encore special, and Charlie is one of the the double act, along with his partner Ollie Olsen, behind The Office Group. Back in 2003, they decided to reinvent what it meant to feel good about where you worked rather than just accept whatever you were given and pay the bill at the end of the week or the month. Um, you and Ollie were friends, if I understand, or at least you'd worked together and you knew each other.
2: We, yeah, we worked together, we knew each other. I, we weren't Not really friends. friends. We'd, we'd kind of get together in, in the office. We worked on different aspects of the company that we both worked for at that time. I was on the property side. He was on the, the operations and revenue side. And we kind of, we just talk about non-work things, football and mm. social stuff. How you know. did you
1: get to the point there where you decided to trust this guy, and he trusted you to say, you know what, this is worth a punt? What, why was it worth a punt it's then?
2: A, okay, that's quite an interesting question because I had left MWB, and we talked about this last time. I'd left because I'd had this sort of uh, personal health problem. I'd had heart yeah. surgery at the age of twenty-nine, and uh, took four months off work, and went back and wasn't really ready to go back, but had this kind of a shift in my in my perspective, which I was trying to fight, actually, at the time, because you don't want anything... You don't want this illness to have changed your life, but it had done. And what was the shift, just so I understand well, it? Well, the shift was I didn't want to work for a corporate for, for, you know, and the guy, the CEO at that business was... When you step away from an environment and you come back into it, you have this, this ability, I think, to see things with more clarity. And I saw his personality and what he was like, and he was a, a pretty aggressive, nasty bullying kind of personality and i didn't often take the brunt of that but i saw others who did and i just thought i don't want to be around that kind of toxic behavior or energy and so i left and one day ollie called me up and we kind of stayed in touch but loosely and and he called me up and this was probably must have been a year after I left and he called me up and said, hey, how are you? He said, look, I'm bored. I want to do my own thing. Uh, I want to leave the company and set up on my own. And this is what I want to do. I said, OK. He said, can I pick your brains? I said, sure. When do you want to get together? He said, well, I'm outside your office now. Uh, I said, OK, that's slightly stalky. But the we went for lunch and, and we had this lunch where we... Had this incredible uh, sort of riffing off each other about where we saw this kind of the future of where people should be working, what they should be working within, and how it should be value but flexible but keep people. And it was, a, it, we just sparked off each other and it was really interesting. And he had had a commitment from a, a, a new private equity fund that had just started who had said, look, they wanted to invest in Ollie. They saw the potential in Ollie. They saw the potential in the sector, but they said to Ollie, you need a property partner, somebody who can handle the real estate side of things. Ollie suggested me. They said, if you can get him, great. He got me. Mm-hmm. And at the end of that lunch, we looked at each other and we said, all right, let's do it. And there wasn't, I didn't have to consider it for a period of time. I didn't think about it. I just went with it. Stay with me to find out much more about
1: No Doubt and Going With Your Gut. Uh, that's from my business shaper today in this special Jazz Shapers Encore, Charlie Green, co-founder of The Office Group and co-CEO2. How many more titles do you want, Charlie? <laughs> Latest travel in a couple of minutes, and before that, some words of wisdom from our programme partners at Mishkondorea for your business. Hi,
3: my name's Nadim Mir, and I'm a partner at Mishkondorea in the private equity team. A key thing to be thinking about if you are looking to raise funds is given that it is maybe less difficult than it used to be to raise the money, if you do have a good growth story, then actually you are in a pretty good position to maybe be a bit more choosy as to who you partner with. Um, And I think a key thing to remember is that when you go into this relationship with an investor or group of investors, you do need to see it as very much like relationship—it is effectively a marriage of sorts. And obviously, we know the best sorts of marriages tend to be the ones where both sides uh, go in with their eyes open, um, and they're both supportive parties to uh, to the marriage, um, and where people think they can work well together. So it's not necessarily about the party that's going to leave you with the most equity or the one with the biggest checkbook. It's about the party who you are going to get on well with, work well with, and hopefully, say, live happily ever
0: after with. Jazz Shapers on Jazz FM. In partnership with Mishkondorea. It's business, but it's personal.
1: You're listening to Jazz Shapers. This is a Jazz Shapers special. It's the Encore version. Um, and I'm with Charlie Green, who is the co-founder, co-CEO of The Office Group. And The Office Group very recently was valued at £500 million. Uh, and a uh, big majority stake was taken up by Blackstone, the private equity people. When I met Charlie back in 2012, his business was not worth £500 million. The turnover then was £10 million, and I believe today, Charlie, the turnover is almost £100 million in the last year. It is... Uh, 96 million, I think you said, in 2017. Is that right?
2: 2017, we'll do 96 million this year with an right. EBITDA of just under 25. But we're we're on, so we're busy. We're busy. We're on site. So we're, we're under construction on, I think, six sites at the moment. So when we build those out, finish them and fill them and those are mature, then we'll have a run rate. If we don't do anything else and we just concentrate on the buildings that we have, we'll have a run rate of 150 million a year revenue. And about forty nine million EBITDA. Do you not want to pinch yourself a little bit? I
1: mean we were talking only five years ago and actually when again that's that in some people's books that's a long time for me. As I get older, it's a chunk, it's an important chunk. But it was a ten million turnover business, Charlie. You've you've multiplied that by ten in five years. You've I mean I want to know how you've done it, really. I mean it's all it's obvious that the growth is exponential, but it's not just that. It's been consistent. What would you say if I said, "Give me two ingredients, three maybe"? What have been those things? I mean, Lloyd Dorfman, when when we met, had only just bought into the business. He's been your chairman. Was that an important factor?
2: Uh, yeah, for sure. Lloyd 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 gave us was was a, a and probably remains as well a, sort of a mentor advisor and. Um, one of the most intuitive businessmen you'll ever meet. So uh, he was the
1: founder of TravelX, and actually he was on the program as well a few years
2: ago, just right. for, for context. And and it, you know it's slightly frustrating that he can be right most of the time because you know you debate things and he just sees things with a uh, with a clarity which is which is a little f- annoying. But but we had the benefit of that, so we learned a lot from him. We learned a lot about discipline, and um, we learned a lot about kind of focusing on the EBITDA and not the revenue, and you know those sorts of things. And so he was tremendous for the business um but look do, first of all do I do I pinch myself I don't really think about it ollie doesn't really think about it we just we just get on with it so we're not we've never set a target of revenue or EBITDA to hit uh, obviously we have business plans and budgets that we put together but re- if you look at it on a more macro level mm. we're not thinking we're not aiming for something numerically or financially uh we're aiming to build the business and that's about you know the very tangible physical uh, uh aspect of of Getting the right buildings, creating beautiful buildings mm. with with really rich content that provides an experience for the people in those buildings, which is which means they want to come to us and they want to stay with us.
1: I buy all that. I totally because do. Because it's true. It's true. It is true. It is true and yeah. it's rational and it's absolutely commercial and you're really good at it. But there must be a part of you that still goes, I'm proud of myself. I've done something here that when I was 25, I couldn't have imagined doing. You've built a business You've you employed over 200 people now. It's working. You've just yeah. had someone come and take serious investment. There must be the bit when you're quietly on your own and you go, I did something special. I'm doing something special.
2: No? Humour me, Charlie. Uh, so we, not, I mean, it's so, not really. I no, know, no. Really. I, look, I, it would be daft if I said no. And there are moments and my parents are really proud and my wife's really proud. And there was... But honestly, Ollie and I, we don't... We have just... We've had one moment after we signed the deal with Blackstone, and we 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 left. We were we went to sign the deal at three o'clock on a Friday. And we signed it just before midnight. We left the lawyers' offices. We came back to the car park to pick up our cars by our office from the city, and uh, and we walked down to the car park, and and it was stank of sewage, right? And it was dark, and it was actually it was quite warm. It wasn't cold, but you know, we had this moment where we hugged it out. And there was, and it was a moment, right? And it was okay. We've really achieved something here. And, but again, you know, I, honestly, it's not a financial thing. We, we, it was a moment because we'd achieved this, this milestone of of people. A, a company like Blackstone, you know, Lloyd, recognised something in us when he bought into us. Mm. Blackstone have recognised something in us in the business buying into us now, and it was at a level that truly reflected what we achieved uh, and f- in that moment it was quite special and there was a real kind of bond between the two of us it, was, it didn't last long <laughs> It's okay. No, it can we hugged us- it out, it can
1: last as long as you like but we're going to come back to the ingredients because I've asked you too many questions, i pinched oh, okay. yourself and you told me why and that's, uh, you've given me a very fair picture of the smell yeah. of sewage but the hugging it out, stay with me for much more and the reasons why uh, Charlie Green has been able to, with his partner and the team, build their business so significantly and um, that's all coming up in a moment here on Jazz Shapers Encore. Time mm-hmm. for some more music though in the meantime, this is Dime Arosena with Mambo Nama, That was Mambo Number from Dime and Senna at Charlie Green's with me. He's the co-founder and co-CEO of the office group. Um, you've, if you've been listening, you'll be hearing about Charlie's not un, uh, inappropriate group hug with his uh, partner, Ollie Olsen, when they sold um, their business or rather part of their business to Blackstone, the uh, private equity investors. And that's important, that part of that I mentioned, because you are still significantly invested in this business. And I was asking a question before about the ingredients Tell me about the ingredients up to now and then tell me about if there's anything that's, that now will change because there's other people involved and in because the
2: stakes are higher. If indeed they are higher, because to me scale um, brings stakes, right? Yeah, yeah, inevitably. Um, I think one of the reasons we've been successful is that Ollie and I started this business from the very bottom and th- we didn't employ anybody else when we first started. We couldn't afford to and it was just the two of us and we did every single role in our business. Uh, we were front of house. We were maintenance. We were, you know, doing the sales. We were doing the viewings. We were lawyers. We were architects. I mean, we did everything. And I think that is a very unique quality it gives us because there's an empathy, I think, with the people now that work for us. And we can really ask things of them because we understand what we're asking, because we know what it means, because we've done it. And I think that, that also brings an empathy to the people who are using our space and using our buildings. Somehow there's a way that, 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 that people feel it. And I think that that is you know, one of the ingredients. And, and really, if you had to distill it down, I would say we really care. We really care about creating uh, beautiful buildings. We really care that the people's experience within those buildings are right. And we care about trying to drive the changes in the way in which people are working.
1: And, and that point, that latter point, drive the changes in the way in which people are working. To me, also underpins what I feel from you, which is that you you do really believe it, and it's a bit of a mission. And the business is supporting the mission as much as that's evolved as part of a commercial
2: thing. But there's more to it, right? Feels like that to me. We're not trying to change the world, no, right? So we, I think we, the, you know, this it is a mission. I guess uh, this is an objective. This is something that is important to us as people that we're trying to do. And we believe that the success and the money will come as a consequence of getting those things right. And to date, you know, that has happened now with with Blackstone. And you asked me before about, do I pinch myself? And actually the reality is we're still in it. In many ways, we feel like we've just started this business, which is a bit daft, given we're 14 years old. But that reflects our passion and enthusiasm for the business. I think it reflects the market because the market is very ready for what we do now and i think it reflects the fact that we've just had this investment from blackstone so we are set for growth we are committed we're in we there's no earn out there's no kind of win, with the, the next timeline for us mm. is probably we're looking at about 7 years for something to happen So, basically,
1: the industry better be watching out because Charlie Green and Ollie Olsen are going again. It's a start-up mentality.
2: It's a start-up mentality for sure. We've always had it, and I hope we never lose it. Irrespective of how big we become, I hope we never lose that. That would be a real shame. Stay with me for my
1: final chat with Charlie Green. Plus, we'll be playing a track from Bobby Womack. That's after the latest Traffic and Travel here
0: on Jazz FM. Jazz Shapers on Jazz FM. In partnership with Mishkondorea. Named Law Firm of the Year at the Legal Business Awards and the Lawyer Awards
1: 2017. All the leaves are brown, and the sky is grey. I went for a walk on a winter's day. That was Bobby Womack in California Dreaming. I've got Charlie Green just for a few more minutes on this Jazz Shapers On-Course special. Um, Charlie, you've, you, you, we've been talking about you keeping your feet on the ground, and, and, I, and I buy that, and I buy that there is a kind of startup mentality, and that, that's great. Obviously, you and Ollie have made some money from this. Is it difficult not to think about the money, or is it easy not to think about the money? Because the money's real. There is a number there. Whatever that number is, it's not insignificant. Does it affect your decision making in
2: any way at all i really hope not uh it's it's a great thing to have there's a com- level of comfort and certainty uh that you know life is going to be okay whatever it throws at us now we you know i have that comfort that the house is okay the fee- school fees and we'll be all right um but it doesn't change anything else and i've got to tell you that after we had that hug on the Friday night. On the Monday morning, we went in, we gathered all the troops, and they all knew that there was a process going on. We told them what had happened. Uh, and, and then, you know, half an hour after some questions and everyone sat back down, we got back to our desks and we carried on working. And it's a wonderful thing to know that, that, we've, that we're okay, but the drivers are very different to that. And I cannot imagine not coming to work. I'm lucky. I love what I do, and I'm challenged every day. And every day is different. And I cannot see myself giving that up mm. anytime soon. And it still
1: excites you to think about what this business might become.
2: It's really exciting, and both of us feel sort of re-energized and 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 ready and and ready to tackle whatever comes our way. So, uh I think. There are going to be challenges for sure. There are going to be new challenges that we haven't faced in the past. We're working with a new partner who we went with because they seem like good people that we were going to work well with over a period of years. And and that's proving to be the case. So I think it's going to be stimulating and challenging and a lot of fun. And we have to have fun because if we don't Mm. have fun, I guess it's a bit pointless. Listen, it's been great
1: talking to you, and I'm really pleased that you and Ollie did decide to go for it after lunch that day, because if you hadn't done, we wouldn't be sitting here now. And five years on, as I said, the context of the growth, um, just objectively, is fantastic, so congratulations. And you do seem like you're pretty grounded
2: still, so that's good. Uh, just before I let you go, what's your song, and why have you chosen it? So, uh, Curtis Mayfield, uh, Move On Up, just whenever I hear it, it just puts me in a good mood. I just love the song. Here it is just for you. Thank you. Thanks very much.
0: Hush now, child And don't cry Your folks might understand
1: That was Move On Up from Curtis Mayfield, the song choice of my business shaper today, the encore man, Charlie Green. He's never had any doubt about what he did and the choices he made with his partner. He went with his gut. He talked about being empathetic to what everybody does in the business. And most importantly, above everything else, he said he still cares and can't ever envisage not caring. That's absolutely the foundation of building a successful business. Do join me again, same time, same place. That's next Saturday here on Jazz FM at 9am. Meanwhile, stay with us. Coming up next, it's Nigel Williams.
0: Jazz Shapers on Jazz FM. In partnership with Mish Mishkondorea. It's business, but it's personal.